You're listening to Ramsey Everyday Millionaires, where we talk retirement, building wealth, and outrageous generosity. First up, we have Tanner calling from St. Louis, Missouri. Hey, Tanner, welcome to the show. Hi, George and Christina. Thanks for taking my call. Hey, thanks for calling. What's up? Hi, I had a quick two-part question. One question is about how I should start filling up my Roth IRA for 2023, and the second part is about a future home purchase. Love it. How old are you? 20 years old. Amazing. Crushing it already. All right, what's the question? Mm -hmm. Uh, I was wondering on my Roth IRA if I should max it out now in January or if there's any reason I should spread it out over the course of the year, given that I have the money now to max it out entirely for the year. Awesome. So you're completely debt-free, fully funded emergency fund, and you've got this money to throw into investing. Yeah. Uh, debt-free, $20,000 emergency fund, about 39000 in my checking account, about 48000 in a business account. Oh, my goodness. And are you an entrepreneur? 20 years to. old. This yeah. is like you are so far ahead of the game. How did this happen? <laughs> uh, I started a lawn care business when I was about 15. Just five years ago, and here you are. Yep. Oh my goodness! Mm -hmm. You're that's, my hero. Way to go, dude. That's amazing. Is that where that thirty-nine thousand came from, or the money in your checking account? Yeah, the thirty-nine in the personal, and then the forty-eight in the business. But and, I want to keep the stuff in the business for now. Yeah, has that just been something you saved up over the last year, or, or kind of how did that come about? Uh, last couple, last two, probably mostly. Okay, so what what has kind of mm -hmm. made you decide now to want to put it somewhere versus where it's kind of been building slowly? Uh, I did my Roth last year of the 6000 for the 2022 tax season, and then I just am like, might as well start on retirement early while I can and get a jump on the, everything. Yeah, we love that. So let's talk about this Roth IRA. So what we're talking about here is a yep. lump sum versus dollar cost averaging. And in all of my research, it's been funny because you kind of get to the end back to where you started, which is we just don't truly know because the market is going to do what the market does. So let me explain what that means. If I, let's say I dollar cost average, well, if the market falls and then it rises, dollar cost averaging would take advantage of those lower prices of those shares during that time. But if I put the money in and then yeah. it rises and falls, lump sum investing would lock in that lower price at the start of the year. And so there's kind of, it just depends on the market. And here's the, a good way to think about it. If you're primarily concerned with minimizing your risk and potential feelings of regret, if you put Let's say you put 6000 in, and all of a sudden, two weeks from now, it's down to 5000 That just hurts emotionally as an investor, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. That's kind of what happened last year, because my 6000 is down to 5400 and then I put 5000 in the regular IRA, and that's down a couple hundred, too. Exactly. All I've done is lose money. So that's a perfect example to describe the feelings. Now, uh, then dollar cost <laughs> averaging would be a better course of action for you because emotionally you can ride that roller coaster more steadily. You're taking advantage of all the dips and the rises. And uh, so you're kind of averaging that out. And so either way, you're going to be a multimillionaire. And all the research I found, they're going, hey, really, it's negligible. You might be looking at you know, one or 2% difference, depending on how you did it. Uh, now, if you have the money and you're a long-term investor, which you're 20 years old, so you've got a whole lot of time ahead of you, I would just throw it in there and not think about it, not worry about it, and just do that okay. every single year. But watching the, the return one year later is unhelpful, because if you've looked at your 401k, if you're listening right now, in the last year, you're depressed, because you're like, I've been putting money in, but it's lower than where I started. How is this possible? Right. So that's my answer on that one. It's a choose your own adventure. And if you've got the money to just throw and not worry about it uh, because you're thinking long term, then just go ahead and do the lump sum. 
But I'm also assuming that the rest of that 39 has something to do with your next question about the house. Yeah, uh, I currently live at home rent-free, and my current thought is I have so much equipment to store, so an apartment or rental doesn't really fit my situation optimally. My current thought is, do I just save up for a sizable down payment while living at home, or what would you recommend? Because everything's pretty good here at home. Yeah, my goal would be to, I mean, you're, you've are you got the entrepreneurial spirit. You clearly have a great financial foundation underneath you. I would say you're ready, once you've got that down payment, to get a home. And it, you know, maybe a, it doesn't have to be a single family home. It could be a town home. Have you looked at home prices in your area? Not entirely. I need something with like a large garage or a large, large outbuilding. So nothing probably under 200. Okay. And how much do you have outside of the emergency fund that you would say I can use this towards a down payment? Uh, just the 39 in the personal at the moment. I have about a, a $30,000 paid for truck and about 43,000 in equipment, but all that's business and stuff in the business for now. Awesome. And what is your income? What are you taking from the business? Uh, let's see. This year, revenue about 140,000, but only probably 30 or 40 is profit on that. And next year, I'll probably revenue about one, well, this year, I'll revenue about 160 probably, but I don't know exactly what profit will be on that. Okay. Where, where is all the revenue going? Are you paying a team? Equipment? Uh, no, it's all went into equipment for this, uh, the 2022 season mostly. Okay. So I next year though, or this, this year, you're going to have a lot less uh, expenses. So you can take more of that home, yeah, correct? Way less. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So that would be my goal. Because I bought a truck and bunches of mowers last year. Great. So I would set a goal for that down payment, do some research on the homes and say, hey, I really would love 250 is about the price point I'm looking at to get the right home. I want to have at least a 20% down payment. I want the payment to be no more than a quarter of my take-home pay on a 15-year mortgage. What does that look like? And then you can set a real nice hard deadline, a hard goal of, I want to save up $60,000 for that down payment seven months from now or a year from now, and then start shopping. That, that would be pretty possible. I just need to make sure I can make it with tax returns and no, having zero credit score. Yeah, and you can do that. I've done it. It's called manual underwriting. It's a no-score loan. Now, the thing you do need to think about, Tanner, is they will not accept uh, you know, living at home as a true rental payment. So you might need to go rent somewhere for a year, which you can absolutely afford. You might need to store the equipment you know, back home with your parents for now, but you're going to need a form of, of proof that you actually paid rent payments to a landlord or to a company versus your parents. So you can look into those parameters on our website, Churchill Mortgage, who I use. They have a great list of what they're looking for when it comes to manual underwriting. So I don't want to steer you wrong here because a lot of people, Christina, just go, well, you said I could do manual underwriting. But you do need 12 months proof of, you know, cell phone bills, utility bills, rent, all of that matters. Right. They do need to have some way to prove that you're reliable. They still are loaning you a significant amount of money. So there is some sort of verification to that. So that's something to think about as you begin this process, but you don't need to go play the credit score game to do this. You're a bright young man. I mean, you this guy could pay cash for a home a few years from now if he 20 wanted 20 years old. That is just so, that's so outstanding. And it's just also such a, a highlight point of, you know, even without a four-year college degree, even without following a certain path, you can be super successful. And you could even do that while you're in college. He's doing way better than your son, Junior, over there getting his underwater basket weaving degree. <laughs> At a hundred grand a year, you don't need to do this. This kid is an amazing, amazing inspiration for so many out there. Thanks for tuning into Ramsey Everyday Millionaires. To check out all our podcasts, just search Ramsey Network on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen.